Wow, jumping in with this one today with both feet forward. Hi, and welcome back. This is, once again, me, your favorite deputy of Movie Deputy Podcasts, bringing to you one of the new release movies that we are talking about in yesterday's show of our upcoming movies. If you haven't caught that one yet and you want to know all the movies that are coming out this weekend, feel free to jump over and check this out. I did promise that I was going to see a haunting in Venice last night, and I did. So that is the review that I am going to be bringing you. Now, if you have ever been a fan of any of the Inspector Poirot movies, or even just of Agatha Christie in general, this one is a little bit different, though you're going to have to wait till next week to find out my reviews on Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile, I will tell you that of the three stories, this has the highest score. Now, that's really saying something because that just it's it's rare for like a movie that's three deep into like the whole series to to jump up like that. But they did something with this one that I don't know, I I wasn't expecting it. And I like ones like that where it just can kind of catch you off guard and just like, wow. I wasn't like completely like, oh my gosh, wow. But it was like, hmm, I wasn't expecting that. Or, ooh, I like. Just just like those little comments. It's like, and I'm sitting there, I'm thinking these to myself. So I'm not like being disruptive in the theater when I go to see these like everybody else. But it's like, I would just kind of get, get my attention. And it's like, hmm, that's different than I was anticipating. Okay, a lot of these stories are really predictable. If you've seen the last two, and if you were at all familiar with those stories, they were beyond predictable. And one of them was more predictable than the other. I will, like I said, you'll have to wait till next week to find that out. But you're probably wondering what I gave this one. I gave A Haunting in Venice a 7 out of 10 on the deputy scale. Now, you may think, okay, why did she go so high? Well, I was debating about a 6.75, but I was looking back through some of my notes and some of the other movies I've given a 6.75 recently to. Not too recently, but in the last couple weeks. And I'm like, okay, this was better than those. Just not, not like leaps and bounds better, but definitely better. And so I had to go up that extra quarter of a point. So that's actually why it's getting the seven. Personally, I'm, I though I really enjoyed this personally, I would probably be mid fives, low sixes, just personally, because I, I'm somewhat familiar a little bit with the story that was told here. And there were a few timeline errors. I mean, this movie is taking place, I think it was 1947, it said in the beginning of the movie, and it's taking place in Venice. But there were just a couple little things that didn't fit the time and the era. Okay, personally and professionally, I kind of give it knocks for that because it's for me, it's very distracting if I'm watching a movie and there's something that doesn't fit with the timeline and you're just kind of going, huh? But <laughs> a lot of people don't even bother catching that stuff. So I try not to make too big of a deal out of it. But I like that this one went a different direction. And this one, Poirot is, oh, wow, I actually said it right. But he's retired and he kind of has his routine every day. He gets his pastries delivered twice a day. An old, oh, I want to say an old friend, but she's not an old friend. It's more of an old acquaintance because he doesn't really have friends. And yeah, that's kind of a theme with this week too, but that's a whole other thing. But she comes along and she is determined to try to spot the, he. she wants him to spot the fake that she can't. She's a writer and she's actually based his books off of his stories. So I don't know, is Agatha Christie kind of 
doing the whole character on herself that I'm not sure. That's pure speculation on my part. She's just kind of talked to him and she's like, okay, here's this bereaved mother whose daughter committed suicide. Don't worry. All this is in the trailer, so no spoilers. And they're bringing in a psychic medium to try to reach out to the daughter. Well, she's already seen this gal in action and she's like, okay, I can't spot the fake. So she calls him in. And that's where the story really starts to get interesting because kind of the whole thing is that this is going on is taking place on Halloween. So this how this like really creepy old house in Venice is full of all these kids in costume and they're telling these really scary stories with the whole um I don't, can't think of the type of art that it is. It's where you like put item of items in front of the light and like it projects it onto a sheet. So it just kind of looks like you're making a story kind of play out. Uh, I just, for the life of me, I cannot think what that's called, but I hope you know what I'm talking about. Kind of the whole thing with that is there's all of these scary stories going on. And then there's scary stories to do with this house. This house just radiates kind of creepy energy. And, <laughs> and speaking of creepy, there was a movie I talked about not too long ago that I said that I had texted my, or I was talking to my sister about it, and I said the word surprisingly creepy, and I actually meant stunningly creepy. So I'm actually going to use that again on this one. This is like stunningly creepy, but in a good way. The whole thing is that scary stories make life less scary. This whole medium person, she's like, well, I didn't ask to be what I am, but I mean, you know, Poirot, he's going to kind of reveal things that aren't necessarily obvious to everyday people. And he points out that we cannot hide from our ghosts, whether they're real or not. Think about that for a second. It's like we all have skeletons in our closet, but we can't hide from our ghosts, whether they're real or not. And then Poirot points out something that's really interesting in this one. He says that in order for there to be a ghost, there has to be a soul. In order for there to be a soul, there has to be a God. In order for there to be God, that has to explain everything. And I just thought that was a really interesting analogy. Is this like, okay, we know what life is, but in order for there to be a ghost, there has to be a soul, there has to be a God. It's It just kind of all comes full circle. Not that this is a religious movie at all, like not even in the least. But in this one, this like I said, this mother's daughter commits suicide. And it's kind of the whole story of her trying to reach out to her daughter and try to make a connection. But it's not just that connection. There's the daughter's doctor and his family and then the median and her assistants and all of this. What ends up happening is there's an unexpected death that happens. And it almost feels like a much higher level of like a game of Clue that's playing out during this because they're trying to solve what happened. And I'm not going to reveal who dies because that would be kind of a major spoiler. But <laughs> as this all plays out, it's just really interesting. And Poro locks everybody inside because he's like, nobody's leaving until we solve this. Like I said, as it just kind of all comes out, the people that you think you are understanding, there are there's a multiple twist. It's not just as like a, a movie with a single twist. There's like multiple parts of this that it kind of feels like it's going off in all these different branches and you're following a little following it along on the branch and then that one ends. And so you gotta so it kind of goes back and it traces this other thing. And 
a lot of movies that do that are kind of all over the place. But this one, it stays connected. It's like all, it's like, instead of being tree branches, it's like a big spider web. It's all interconnected. And when it actually is revealed what's going on, you are just going to be left awestruck because this is just one of those ones that catches you off guard. So if you are looking for kind of a creepy movie that's not too horror, I mean, there's nothing gory or really nasty about this in any way, shape, or form. But it it's spooky, and it's kind of the good spooky. This is like the kind of horror that you can see. It's not really horror. It's more like thriller. It's more of the type of one that those who can't deal with like the nightmarish type horror can deal with ones like this better because there's nothing like over the top too intense, but... The story is just one of those that it just kind of sucks you in. <laughs> so there's some really unusual comments and stuff made throughout the movie too. But the whole thing that they're dealing with is the mark of the children's vendetta in this home. And that will reveal itself more if you actually take a chance and watch this movie. So if you are looking for a good one to see, this one I definitely recommend. I did give this a guilty rating just because some of the content may be a little intense for younger viewers. But again, it's nothing that is gory or bloody or anything like over the top intense at any point in the story. The most intense part is that there is a storm going on while all this is happening, which adds to the intensity. But again, it's not that it's like over the top. Like I said, if you're looking for an interesting one to watch this weekend, I definitely recommend this one. Again, I gave it a 7 out of 10 on the deputy scale. I did give it a guilty rating. But if you have enjoyed this that I have brought to you, please like, subscribe, and share. Who knows, maybe somebody that you know has been interested in checking out this movie and you want to share this review with them. Like I said, who knows? But I hope you're having a great day. I will be back tomorrow with another new movie review for you. So hang on. This is going to be a fun weekend. Bye-bye.